The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome, Dan Bach here at the Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast for you on this Thursday. All presented, of course, by Fantasy Draft. We certainly hope you guys head on over there. Remember, this NFL weekend, they've got a $75,000 run-and-gun Sunday-only contest for you uh, that does run through the Sunday night games, unlike the other two sites. And of course, uh, always really fair rake. Uh, and uh, I think they're doing a lot of great things over at Fantasy Draft. So I hope you give them a look, give them a chance to earn your business. Uh, I think you'll like what they're doing over there. And uh, always click through our links here on Roto Grinders. Uh, Today on the show, we, of course, are going to hit you up on NBA for this Thursday. I know Stevie and the Siege do NFL. And uh, I did an interview yesterday with David Purdom kind of just talking about the future of, you know, sports betting and gambling in this country. And I'm going to bring that either later today um, in a separate pod or maybe tomorrow or possibly could even save it for next week. Um, But I felt like Stevie and Siege doing NFL on Thursdays. I got to jump in here and do an NBA podcast for you because, you know, you guys still grind an NBA. We got a nice little schedule for you tonight on that front. So, uh, but be on the lookout for that. That's, uh, I think, going to be an interesting combo, especially based on, you know, the the fact that the laws are changing and uh, who knows how it's going to affect what we do here and what, you know, the sports gaming space is going to look like moving forward. So that conversation should be coming up in the next couple of days. Uh, Also, I want to talk about a few things that I noticed on the sites this week. Uh, And just another plug for our sweat show on Sunday. Make sure you watch that one until the end of the games. We'll have a variety of different hosts and guests and uh, just have a lot of fun and, again, hopefully also help you build some some lineups for those afternoon-only games, primetime slates. So, uh, obviously, the sites are catering more to the smaller sites, so we're going to cater some extra content to them as well. So, that's going to be coming up on Sunday after kickoff. Um, but I do, uh, do want to talk about a few things that I noticed. First off, FanDuel. Uh, they just rolled out a flex-slash-superflex leagues which includes two spaces now that are no longer reserved for defense and kicker. Instead, they decided to add a flex position, which is running back, wide receiver, tight end, and then a super flex position, which could be uh, a quarterback and probably should be a quarterback, I would say. Um, as uh, So quarterback, running back, you know, tight end, wide receiver, any position. So 
I absolutely love the fact that they rolled this out. I don't know why it took them so long to do it. They probably should have done it years ago. You've heard me rail on kickers and, uh, you know, defenses as well into the unpredictability of, you know, defensive touchdowns and how much they swing on a week-to-week basis, who wins, and, you know, is there anything worse than losing big money on a field goal kick? Uh, I I think it's it's long overdue for FanDuel to include this. Now, it's not their main game. It's not the Sunday Millions contest, so... Uh, you know, certainly there's, you know, the prize pools are going to be smaller, but as I always tell people, if you like things and they sell out, then there's a good chance they're going to make them bigger moving forward. So definitely, if you're interested in that, if you're kind of anti-kicker, anti-defense, you might want to give that a try this week over on FanDuel. So again, they have that on that little top left of the screen where you can toggle the different kind of game types. Uh, Click that flex, super flex, throw a couple of entries in and see what you think. I'm pretty excited about that. So I'll be playing on that this weekend. And uh, also kudos to DraftKings as well for the uh, $1 million three-entry max tournament. They've got uh, one that they're rolling at five, I think it's like 555. And then they've got another one for 200K at a $4 buy-in. And uh, I'm a big fan of of you know limited entry tournaments because I feel like it's definitely a more even playing field. Now, uh, I don't think everything should be single entry tournaments, but I also think like 20 entry, five entry, three entry are really um, better measures personally because you know it's just a different type of lineup build. Not that there's anything wrong with 150 lineup scripts. Uh, that's a different type of lineup build too, but it's one that I don't really enjoy and I think it's hard for your everyday person to master that where your everyday player your casual player can throw you know three lineups in and there is still strategy in terms of how you want to build those three lineups um, in conjunction with each other how much do you overlap you know if you do 150 and you focus okay I'm gonna do 150 lineups I'm gonna go all in on one player Uh, I mean it's so much about building a proper portfolio which is, again, still a skill, is still something that is is hard to do, but it's also, for me, not my, it doesn't feel as much like fantasy sports in terms of building lineups, you're building portfolios. So I like the three-entry max. I'm glad that they expanded this. So take advantage of that. Again, uh, multiple buy-in price points, which is good too, because I know not everybody has that 555 to be uh, to be thrown into that one. But the $4 one, I feel most of us could probably... Max enter for twelve bucks and uh, and have a pretty good shot. And it's a deeper payout. Um, it's funny because I almost feel like the first place payout on that one is too small. I think it's only like ten grand out of the two hundred k. But the good news on that is they're going to be paying out, um, you know, better to the you know the other finishers out there. You know, second through a hundredth is probably going to get a pretty good ROI on that four dollar entry. So take a look at that. And as always, if you're not using our Roto Grinders plugin, it makes it so easy to let you know um, what percentage payouts we have in all these games. I know Nicole made a couple of uh, adjustments to that as well, and it looks 
really, really sharp. I just can't even fathom going to FanDuel or DraftKings without the Roto-Grinders plugin on my browser. Like, it would just, it would look weird. Um, but it's information that's important to you as players, and uh, you should use it. It's free. No reason not to do it. And, of course, we still have our premium that plugs right into the lineup building experience as well, which is really cool. So that means you can get our ownership projections, our player projections, right in on DraftKings while you build your lineups over there. Cool stuff. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's get moving into NBA for today. Shouldn't be too long. A tidy little slate for us. And uh, again, we'll kind of hit up on the news as we move along. And we always use kind of FanDuel as our standard salary side of things, but we will you know talk about what the other salaries are, especially if there's big discrepancies in certain places. All right, uh, I'm gonna. Start with the value at point guard, mainly because where do we pay up? I mean, you've got Dennis Schroeder, you've got Spencer Dinwiddie uh, as like the two most expensive players at the point guard position, at least on FanDuel here tonight. Now, Dinwiddie is a good bit cheaper on DraftKings. He is uh, 77 on FanDuel, 67 on DraftKings. And 12-5 on Fantasy Draft. I'm not playing him on FanDuel at that number. Uh, the guy, though, I feel like this is a pay down spot. There's a handful of guys I'm looking at. Yogi Ferrell uh, should be getting extended minutes again. I think Dennis Smith Jr. is going to be out. If he would play today, that would change my mind on this one. But at 47 on DraftKings, 40, 46 on DraftKings, 47 on FanDuel, and 89 on Fantasy Draft, he's been at 34 or 32 minutes or more three of the last four games. And in a tempo up game against Golden State, uh, double digit shot attempts each of the last two without DSJ. Uh, I'm probably on board with Yogi Ferrell today as a value option for us. Uh, you know, this is a tough one to decide because, you know, we got Reggie Jackson on our projections on RG, right around like 30 fantasy points. He gets a good matchup versus Atlanta, who's really kind of been dreadful defensively as of late, but I just can't be convinced with the. The struggle in minutes here the last three games, 24, 19, 26, and that really not getting it done in those times. So we've seen Ish Smith get a little bit greater role. He's cheap at 57, 58 on DraftKings, uh, 12, 8 on Fantasy Draft is an absolute hard pass for me. I don't see me rolling him as my point guard two here today. Um, I just, I can't trust him. Uh, I guess in GPPs, everybody is, you can make a case for, but not for me today. Uh, I think Lonzo Ball against Cleveland's somewhat intriguing here. You know, I got Lonzo Ball right the other night. Amazing at 7,500 uh, here tonight on FanDuel, 7K on DraftKings, and 13.6 on Fantasy Draft. I watched almost that entire game, and he actually looked somewhat confident with his shot for once. Took 13 shot attempts. Uh, in that game in New York, uh, one of the most that he's had all season long. He's had somehow he shot 27 times against Phoenix that second game of the year, and then hasn't even sniffed 20 since. But six assists, eight rebounds, like that's pretty much standard for what you get for him. So as I've always been saying, kind of boils down to whether or not you think he can get you from 10 to 15 points or or greater. If you think that he can, he's probably going to pay off that number. Cleveland, a, a team that's definitely improved here um, from the beginning of the year, but still not a defensive juggernaut by any measure. So I'm okay with Lonzo today, um, just because I just don't think it's a great matchup necessarily for 
for Cleveland here. So uh, I'm fine with him. The price hasn't gotten to the point where I'm like, yeah. And you look like, who are the point guards that get, that have big upside today? There's like not much. And he's one of the few that does. Uh, I don't like Jeff Teague here against Sacramento. Just, I, I don't think you play people versus Sacramento. I think it's the same mentality we had when Jorger was the, uh, I think that's how you pronounce it, the head coach there for Memphis. You just don't play guys versus Memphis. We don't play guys versus Sacramento. So I'm probably not going to be playing Jeff Teague, who's been not playing very well anyway. Uh, you can maybe make a case for Jared Jack in a, a good spot here against Brooklyn. Again, the Nets just play so fast. The total in this game, not as high as I would have thought at 212. A lot of their games rolling over 220. Uh, he's definitely capped like at about 27 minutes. I don't think he's gone over that in a long while here. And um, he, But can he get you 30 fantasy points? I don't think it's an impossibility here um, at, what, 4,900 on FanDuel and 4,400 on DraftKings, 9,100 on Fantasy Draft. He's in the player pool for me. And then we go back to George Hill here, who uh, another guy I kind of got right last night. Wish I played him a little bit more than I did. And that was two nights ago against Phoenix and uh, really had maybe his best game of the year. 18 points on six of nine shooting, seven boards, three assists, three steals. So um, he is priced at 4200 on DraftKings, 4400 on FanDuel, and back at 86 on Fantasy Draft. Maybe this is a spot where it, you know, th- this is the turning point for, for George Hill. I mean, they certainly want him to be more aggressive offensively, and he kind of was. You know, got to the free throw line six times, which is, uh, I think, more than he's been pretty much this entire season. Uh, so he's a guy that I think can go back to, you know, still cheap. And on a day like today, there's not a lot to pay for at this position. Um, I think that's about it at point guard. Let's, uh, move on over and Schroeder's fine. But again, I don't love playing team players versus Detroit, but he's okay. I mean, at home he's again, he's in the player pool, but not one of my top exposures. Uh, okay, over at shooting guard, we got to see the status of Dwayne Wade. Nice matchup versus the Lakers. If he's out, I think you could make a small case if you really want to get Durant and um, LeBron into your FanDuel lineup as your small forwards to kind of punt this spot. And you could have Corver or J.R. Smith, you know, get an uptick in minutes, fast-paced game. Uh, you could make the argument for those guys, but only if Dwayne Wade is out. If Wade is in, it's a little bit scary, especially because you know he's kind of banged up. But nationally televised game here, um, you know, these are kind of the games that he gets up for. And, you know, you can see he's got mid-30s upside here. 5,200 on FanDuel, 53 on DraftKings, 10-9 on Fantasy Draft. Uh, I don't know if I could take the plunge in cash, but absolutely would be a GPP viable play if... um, uh, assuming he's in the lineup, of course. Uh, Wes Matthews today against Golden State. Again, he's going to be in for his typical 32 to 35 minutes. And, uh, you know, he's just steady. 27, 27, 33. You know, not breaking value on FanDuel at 5,100. DraftKings, it's not bad at 46. 89 on Fantasy Draft, not bad. But it's just kind of boils down to, again, like who are we playing at this position that we feel confident in? Andrew Wiggins, I just said you don't play guys versus Sacramento, and uh, I got him right the other day as well, and finally gave us a almost 40 fantasy point day, but he's playing just a pile of minutes 
40 minutes last game, took 24 shot attempts, but his salary that day was 5,900. That's why I liked him. Now he's back up to 65, which is uh, right where he probably should be. So uh, I think there's some risk here. If you're obviously enamored with LeBron and Durant, you're probably not getting him into your lineups today. Um, but if you're not enamored with them, he you know certainly could make some sense. Uh, Clay Thompson against Dallas. Uh, I'm fine with him as well. I mean, you've got the eight, 16th DVP against the shooting guard position here today. Uh, 212 total in this one. And Draymond Green is going to miss. Uh, obviously, Steph Curry is going to miss. He hasn't had a blow-up game here lately um, at all. I mean, he's been just in the 30s, which is fine. It's not winning you tournaments. Um, but, you know, I'm waiting for him to have, you know, a bit of a blow-up game. Last time versus Dallas... Had 31 fantasy points in just 28 minutes, so we like that production because he's going to play more than 28 minutes uh, almost certainly tonight. So we got him projected at 35 uh, on FanDuel, 36 on DraftKings. Probably a little bit better play on DraftKings at 6,900, and I'm fine at the 12.7 fantasy draft price. FanDuel's not not a free square at 76. Um, probably more GPP spot for me. But there is safety in, in him in cash games. It's just a matter of can you build a, a lineup around that. Uh, we saw KCP with a really nice game last time against uh, the New York Knicks. He gets Cleveland here today. I'm fine with him. Uh, he might face some Corver defense. Plays a lot of minutes. You know, uh, feels like uh, Luke Walton certainly trusts him today. Uh, you know, the 41, bit of an outlier maybe. Uh, 20 shot attempts, 14 three-pointers that day. Can he get you into the 30s, though? I think he can, but I don't know if this is quite the smash spot that we had there for New York for him. So lukewarm on him. Uh, Avery Bradley's been playing bad. Uh, maybe this is a spot for him to get going again. I mean, 2 for 10, 5 for 16 each of the last two games. I mean, he has not reached 30 fantasy points for us since, I'm scrolling, uh, November the 15th. So it's been about a month. So makes it hard to go ahead and fire off a guy at 5K when he's not, you know, hitting value for you in terms of what you probably want to win a tournament over the last month. Um, but can he break out of it? Absolutely, because he's had games of 35, 35, uh, let's see, 32, 31, 37, but he's not going to blow it up for you with a 40 spot. So, um He's okay, but you know, 5,100. If you need value, you could probably do worse. But, you know, you could just take a shot maybe on a J.R. Smith or a Kyle Korver and see if one of those guys get hot if Dwayne Wade is out. The more I'm looking at it, Wes Matthews probably in play as a safe option tonight. All right, here's the question. Durant, LeBron, do we play them both? Uh, you know, DraftKings, you got a little bit more flexibility. Same with Fantasy Draft on FanDuel. I think you really got to make a, make a choice here, and uh, and it's a tough one between these two, especially with Draymond Green out. That's just more usage for Durant. He's saving you 700 bucks, and I think you can use that. Uh, so I'd probably say I would take Kevin Durant um, over LeBron James if I'm picking one. And the other thing we run into is there's a lot of options here. And like on DraftKings and on Fantasy Draft, you can use a lot of these guys. On FanDuel, again, uh, it sucks. But that, you know, a lot of the value that we kind of like here today is all at this small forward position because Iguodala is in a really good spot here versus Dallas. He's going to play a lot of point guard minutes. 
Uh, I am absolutely fine with him at what 4,700 over on FanDuel. DraftKings, he's even cheaper at 42. Fantasy Draft at 86. So he's a guy that you can play. I think Harrison Barnes is uh, even intriguing on FanDuel at 6,600. Uh, projected at 32, 33 on FanDuel, DraftKings, and Fantasy Draft, uh, 14, 2 over on Fantasy Draft. He's going to play a pile of minutes. He's going to take his 15 to 20 shots. And, uh, you know, I, I think in this in this game, he's not going to be going against uh, the typical Golden State team here with no Draymond and no Steph Curry. Could be competitive. And uh, I like him today a good bit. I think he can get you. Um, I'd probably set the projection maybe at like 37 today. Like I feel pretty good about Harrison Barnes. I think he's going to be in uh, a number of my lineups as my small forward too potentially. But we've got Omri Caspi who probably is going to start here again. Uh, is he going to play over 30 minutes? Hard to say. Last time out it was 25 as a starter. So I think that's a decent projection for him. But he's 4,100. So he's going to be really chalky today. Um, but the question is, you know, do you get smash performances from Durant and LeBron that make it worthwhile missing out on you know, a good value spot over on FanDuel. DraftKings, you can fit these guys in all over the place because they've got all different eligibilities. But FanDuel, it's a real um, difficult thing that you kind of got to figure out. Uh, Alan Crabb, another one against the Knicks. thing about him is so reliant on that jump shot. Um, you know, took 15 shot attempts the other day. Only made three of them. They all happened to be three-pointers and kind of made it at the end of the day. Uh, but he's been over 30 minutes, three consecutive games, which is unusual for Brooklyn. They just don't have guys that usually do that. So um, he's definitely a guy we got to you know consider here a little bit versus the New York Knicks. So don't mind him. Brandon Ingram, kind of a down game last time versus New York. And the salary dropped, went from 71 to 69 over on FanDuel, went from 67 to 65. Uh, he got hot there for a while where he was scoring like, 40, 38, 50. Um, he's definitely an upside play. Just could not get it going that last game. Two for 12 from the field. But uh, in your GPPs, not a cash game play for me. But in your GPPs, uh, I can look at him as an option. All right, power forward here today. Jordan Bell, probably the chalkiest guy in the slate. Not a lot of value, but he presents it. And again, this is a position there's not a lot to go to. You got Porzingis on the high end at 10-2 versus Brooklyn. And you can maybe make the argument like he's the guy that you have to jam in as much as the other guys, but uh, as like LeBron and Durant. But the problem is like power forward, again, lots of places to go here. Jordan Bell and Taj Gibson feel like, you know, plug and plays today on FanDuel. Uh, 4,300 over there on DraftKings. He's 36, even more of a plug and play over there. And then Taj Gibson, you know, he just plays so many minutes and, uh, you know, he's going to get there. You know, 7-12, last game, 39 minutes of play uh, against Philadelphia. Again, 58-59 on DraftKings, fantasy draft 11-2, like, boom, like, power forward is done. Uh, you know, Porzingis, I like him too. I mean, I don't know if we've got the Jen Stelter narrative going, who apparently is some Instagram model like what a world we live in today where you just take pictures of yourself and like that's your job like my god like what an amazing world we live in like ah I'm good looking I got a nice tush I can take some pictures 
get all these followers and then roll into ad dollars. Like, unbelievable. Like, I feel like I'm the old guy here, again, just looking at the world through my old crusty lens. But my goodness, like, hey, more power to them. They figured it out. They've, they figured it out. Uh, you know who stinks? Jay Crowder stinks. I mean, I don't know what happened to him. Now, that's probably the the DB mush right there that's going to have him finally give us like a 30 fantasy point game. But, man, I expected so much better things from him than he's provided for Cleveland. And it's not like, it's not like there is an opportunity there for him. He's played games, you know, plenty of games without Derrick Rose, without Dwayne Wade, um, without uh, Kevin Love. But still can't do anything. Still can't score fantasy points. So... Uh, he's 3900 Man, that's just like such a cheap price tag for a guy who, you know, is still going to play like upwards of 25 to 30 minutes. He gave you a 27 the other day. Can he give us a 27 here? He did that against Philly. If he could give me 27, I'd like to play him at 39 and 3700 So, um, I don't know. Maybe I mushed myself into playing Jay Crowder today, but... Uh, Zebo too expensive at 75 Minnesota not the spot for me the bees is kind of interesting because I had Cantor the other day and dude was just just smashing and then fourth quarter came and then he never saw the court again even into overtime and it was Beasley who was on the floor and gave you a pretty good day I think it's somewhat risky here because he could easily go back to the 9 15 17 minutes um, and you know the Knicks I uh, you know, this game against Brooklyn, like, I, I don't, they don't have, like, a real big in there, necessarily, that, that Cantor's going to, uh, you know, they're going to need him in to defend, not, the, and the Lakers didn't either, you know, they were playing Julius Randle, they were playing Kyle Kuzma, so they could put Beasley in there, this could be another situation, unless Okafor, whatever reason, comes in, but he's soft anyway, so, intriguing tournament option there with the Bees, but that's, uh, that's the best I can endorse there. We'll see if John Collins is back. Um, probably not playing him here versus Detroit. Uh, we've got him probable for today, just because I just don't know the minutes, but it's probably going to cut out any upside we had in Kavanaugh and uh, Ursan Ilyasova, so I'll kind of pass on those guys. Um, you know, uh, one other name I want to throw out there, don't hate me some Toby Harris today. Uh Again, he's better than people give him credit for. Really bad game versus Denver. But he can get minutes and he can get hot. He's 6,300 on DraftKings, 67 on FanDuel, and 12.7 on Fantasy Draft. Again, I like the cheap guys, but if you're looking to diversify a little bit in GPPs, he's an option. And I hate to keep throwing names out there, but Julius Randle played really well there versus the Knicks late in that game. And uh, I think he's sneaky decent, but... I just don't – I want him to get traded. I want him to get traded to, like, Brooklyn. Like, go to Brooklyn, Julius Randle, and then you'll get, like, 20 and 10 tonight. Like, that's what I want to happen. But with Kuzma still there, Brooke Lopez, uh, Larry Nance Jr., it's hard to kind of endorse too many of those those uh, Laker bigs. Okay, lastly, center spot. I'm going to give you a little tip here today. Play Andre Drummond against Atlanta, 25th DVP. He should eat them for lunch. 50-burger last time they played. Coming off a couple of bad games, this feels like a get-right spot for Andre Drummond. But he's 9400 which is really a tough price to, to fit in there, especially if you're looking to play Durant and or LeBron or Chris Stops. You can't play them all. So um, it's position scarcity, and 
Uh, yeah, we've got, you know, Carl Anthony Towns versus Sacramento. That's an easy fade spot for me. Kevin Love, he's fine versus the Lakers. I think I could see playing him in this game at 7,900 on FanDuel and on DraftKings. But uh, I did think Drummond goes for a 50 spot today. Like, that's that's where I'm kind of pegging him at. Uh, Cantor, again, I, ugh, he's just so productive when he's in there. I mean, seriously, just 26 minutes, 11 rebounds. 28 minutes, 11 rebounds. 27 minutes, 12 rebounds. Uh, they just don't play him enough, and the price is too high at 67. He needs to be back in that $5,900 range, and uh, I'll fire some Ennis Cantor, but can't do it. Brooklyn, nice matchup, though. I mean, up-tempo, but, you know, not that that really fits his style, but he's a he's a hard worker. And by the way, I, I need to make this statement, too. Steven Adams is a freaking stud. Like, I don't sit and watch games from front to end too often, but yesterday... I had way too much Paul George experience, and I wanted to tilt that game. Wife is out of town. I don't have to watch This Is Us or whatever the hell we end up, you know, doing our family watching time together, uh, husband, wife, whatever. But uh, so I got basketball night last night. I got to watch basketball. And uh, Steven Adams is really good. Like, I've watched basketball. I know basketball. And that guy plays it hard. He plays it smart. And the funny thing is I remember when he was drafted, and I was like – Great draft pick. Like, here's Myers Leonard part two. But this guy has just really worked hard to be a good basketball player. And it's just an absolute beast on the glass. And uh, I know some people are like, well, I watch all their games. I could have told you that long ago. And I've seen him play before. But uh, I think this is one of the games, you know, where he's kind of been by himself. Uh, meaning, you know, without Ennis Cantor around. And I don't know, man. I just... I just love him. Like, I was so impressed by him yesterday. Admittedly, he played an amazing game, but just, I don't know if Westbrook's like, I guess he's fine for him, but uh, I don't know. I think he's really an underrated player. So, there you go. Just wanted to give some credit there. Love you, Steven Adams. Beautiful tattoos as well. Um, <laughs> what am I talking about? Uh, all right, and that's it for center though, because I think I'm playing Brooklyn, or I'm playing Andre Drummond, maybe Kevin Love, and uh, and that's probably it here for me. But I'm out of here, boys and girls. We thank you so much. Listen, download, being a part of what we do here at Roto Grinders. Check out Fantasy Draft. They are great sponsors. They're allowing us to bring you free content like this. So pay them forward with a deposit. Play a couple of games and see if you like your experience over there. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow, the Friday podcast. You get Mangone. And Mangone turns 17 today. I don't know if he turns 17. He's not 17. Uh, Mangone's uh, doing a great job on the Friday pod. So he is going to have that for you tomorrow. Um, let's send him a little Twitter message because he's helped you guys win some money on some Fridays. He's helped me win some money on some Fridays. So happy birthday, Travis. Uh, but uh, thanks so much for listening. Um, and back again tomorrow with the fix. We'll see you, everybody. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And... Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 US only.
Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations.